Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the Search Report podcast. My name is Christian Sullivan, and I'm joined here today with my father and co-host, Rob. Hi, everyone. Uh, so over our next few episodes, uh, we want to just focus on sort of internet marketing 101 basic stuff, you know, stuff that all business owners should be focusing on to build up their online presence. Um, and it can be pretty intimidating when you're first getting going. And even after you're rolling, you know, things just change, uh, so fast, uh, you know, so we want to try to provide just a basic guide. Um, so today we're going to start with the very first thing really that any business owner needs, no matter what. And that's a website, right, dad? Yep. That's right. Um, obviously if you want to do any online marketing, it's most effective if you have a website. I mean, you can do a certain amount of online stuff with a a website. For example, you can get your, uh, Google places registered for your business. So that gives you better exposure in Google, but really, unless you've got a website, you're not going to be as successful as any somebody who does have a website so the first step you're gonna obviously have to do is find a domain name and usually what I recommend for my clients is if you can get your company name that's the best thing so like if your name is Joe and you're a plumber you look for joesplumbing.com or joetheplumber.com or something like that if uh, you can't find your business name because it's already taken you could do something like a keyword and your location so for example we live in Kelowna British Columbia so we could do Kelowna plumber or Kelowna plumbing something like that it doesn't have to, I actually get asked that question quite a bit. Does my domain name have to match my business name? And the answer to that is no. Your domain name can be anything you want. You could call it, I like pinkfairies.com and still be a plumbing site. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's best, obviously, to have it something that's easily identifiable. So you start with something that's as close to your business as you can make it. Um, and if not, get something that's related to what you do. Right, like yeah, if you if you can put one of your keywords in your domain, that's something that you'd want to try and do, right? Exactly, yeah. So like say, if you're a plumber or a heater, or you know, if it's a trade of any kind, try to use that trade name, use your location. Um, yeah, those are kind of the main things. If you're in Canada, it sometimes helps to have a .ca domain versus a .com, but a .com is generally accepted to be more widespread, so it gives you a little bit more presence online than just like having a .ca or a .org or a .net. So where can someone go then to get started and start buying their own domains? Well, there's lots of domain registrars. I mean, GoDaddy is probably one of the biggest. You've probably seen their commercials during Super Bowl and that sort of thing. Danica Patrick. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> um, it's Most of them, well, actually pretty much as far as I know, all of them offer free account registration. So you go, you sign up with an email address. Um, and even, without, even before you register, you can go onto the most websites and do searches for domain names. Find the one that you like the best. Um, what I usually recommend to my clients too, just to protect their brand, is say you find joesplumbing.com. I would also recommending, especially if you're in Canada, buy the D, the CA version, buy the org, buy the net. You know, kind of cement your brand so that you know your your buddy down the road, Frank's Plumbing, can't go buy joesplumbing.ca, and then it you know kind of hurts your business a little bit because he's not you, he's some other guy, and he's kind of poaching your domain name. So it's best to spend the extra money and buy those other domain names if you can get them. Right. And so after somebody buys their domain, right, obviously you don't have your website set up right after that. You know, I mean, you have to get it set up on hosting and stuff like that. I know GoDaddy has some some of their own services. What's something you'd recommend for somebody just getting going? Well, that's right. I mean, buying domain name doesn't mean you have a website. All it means is you've got the domain name. It's like buying a, a, a store. You know, you buy the building, but there's nothing in it. You know, you still have to do something with that space. So you need to, that's what Christian said, the first step is find hosting. Now, 
GoDaddy, again, is, you know, one that offers a complete solution. You can get your email through them, your web hosting. They, they've got website builders. But there's other web hosts out there, too, like DreamHost is another good cheap example. Um, I use a local hosting company here in, in Canada that I do sell, you know, resell hosting with them. So there's that option. It's just a matter of look, doing a search for hosting providers. Um, there's at least even lots of websites that do hosting provider reviews. So if you don't know where to start, say... For some reason somebody said oh don't use GoDaddy they're terrible well do some research and find out which other ones are you know what are some good alternatives you'll find lots of review sites out there and then pick somebody from there remember price isn't always the most important factor i've signed up with 99 cent hosting before and it's the biggest mistake of my life you know spend a little extra money sometimes it's worth it right and uh and, and even then with uh setting up a website and stuff like that you know like we were talking about earlier there's those there's these services like weebly and squarespace and wix and uh you know lots of the time they're not the best but if you know if you're willing to pay a little bit of extra money you can even get your domain through them and, and they provide all the hosting and it's you can set up your website just off your browser yeah that's right there's actually different ways you can go about it i mean for example if you say you use a service like wix you buy your domain name you know through somebody you point it at the wix servers and the wix has this really nice cool drag and drop feature where you can drag and drop elements say you want to build a page with a contact form you know you find the element on their website and you drag it onto the page and you position it where you want it and there's your contact form so that way services like that are nice you know you can do the same thing with weebly and squarespace and even like sites like wordpress.com you can you know have a self-hosted website there um, so you don't, it's not like you have to go start from scratch and say, well, you know, I've got a domain name and now I've got hosting. Now what do I do? There is actually third party alternatives like Wix and Weebly and Squarespace and, and, and even GoDaddy, for example, or, or WordPress and DreamHost. A lot of these hosting companies offer kind of almost like pre-built websites for you. Just kind of turn them on in your account and, you know, change the colors, upload your logo, add the content you want and away you go. Right, yeah, and that's that's actually probably one of the best things about WordPress. It's like the best CMS out, really, and they also have their whole free service on the side. Yeah, exactly, and it, you know that's the nice thing with installing a WordPress, whether you install it yourself or you go to their site. Like if you install WordPress yourself, let's say you want to do kind of the more manual way, so you go to GoDaddy and you buy your domain name and you get your hosting from them. Now, I'm not pitching GoDaddy for any reason. It's just I know that they offer, you know, it's a full solution. I do use them myself for domains and hosting, so I know how they work and they're very easy to use, but you can do this with just about anybody. You go buy your domain name, you buy your hosting through them, and a lot of times they have like a control panel area where you can click, one click install of say WordPress or some other content management system. But when you install WordPress, like we're talking about, as soon as it's installed, you've got a website. It's already got a pre-designed template already there. It's basic, it's like gray and white and black typing. But you can go upload your logo if you want, and you can change the colors if you want. And then there's, you know, thousands and thousands of free and paid templates you can add to your website to give it a little more customization. Right. And uh, even then with, with WordPress, it's something I still want to do in the future, put together uh, a guide that people can actually follow. Since I know you use WordPress for your own work, it's how you build all of your own websites and everything like that. Um, so it's we trust it a lot. So uh, I want to try to put something out there to teach people how to use it. Well, WordPress is probably, it is probably the most used system out there. I know there's lots of other content management systems that are widely used, and it kind of depends what you want to do, you know, for your website. If it's just a fairly basic, hey, this is my business, this is what I do, WordPress is a really good option. Um, if, if you're looking for something that's more enterprise-ready, for example, something that, say, you're an internet or a, a national business that you want to go cross-country, and maybe you need some more security, or say you want to host an e-commerce website with thousands of products, 
you might want to go with something a little more robust. I mean, WordPress could probably still do it for you, but it does have its limitations like anything else. So again, it comes down to first identifying what your needs are and then finding the system that works best for you. Yeah, one other content management uh, system I see people talking about a lot is Drupal. Have you ever used that much at all? Oh yeah, Drupal is one. Um, it's 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 a fork off of another content management system, um, but it's it's a little different in the way you manage the content. I don't like Drupal so much. It is more of an enterprise level thing. It does have a little more security than WordPress, but it's a lot harder, in my point of view, for a novice to manage. You know, it's uh, like with WordPress, for example, as you know, you. You, sit, you type your page, you save it, you go to the navigation area, you add the, the link to the page on your navigation and save it, and it's done. With uh, with these other, some of these bigger systems, you have to create your content, and then you've got to create a, an area where to put it, and then you got to create a navigation block and add that navigation block to the main navigation. I just There's quite a few more steps involved a lot of times for adding the content, and it makes it a little a little trickier to do. Okay. Right. I've, I've never used Drupal at all before. I've only ever used WordPress, and it's super easy. <laughs> Yeah, it is. One thing I'd recommend if you do use WordPress or really any content management system, any website you build, is build it in what's called a responsive style. It's the style that Google recommends. And what that does is gives you uh, one version of a website that's visible on any size of screen. You know, so like right now, like I think I said in the last our last podcast, is mobile is, is becoming a really, really big area in search. Um, so having a mobile version of your website is, is important. If you don't have one, you will not show up on a mobile search. For example, if you, if somebody's searching for a business like yours on Google on their phone and you don't have a mobile website, you're not going to show up. So, but what Google recommends instead of building like a separate mobile version and then have your desktop version is build it in responsive style, which it's called responsive for a reason because it resizes itself to different screen sizes. So really you only have one version of website to build, not multiple versions. Right. You know, I think one of my one of my favorite things about WordPress is you can find a plugin to do almost anything. Oh yeah, I'm I'm always looking at new plugins, experimenting with different ones, and I mean you can get some really professional looking websites. Like actually, if you look at a lot of website designers' websites, they're all built in WordPress, so it tells you something about the system. Right. Um. So okay, after let's say after somebody they go through they. They get their domain, right? Let's say they set up their website on WordPress or they set it up on some of these these other uh, services. Um, maybe maybe just to focus on WordPress a little bit first since, since we know it the most and it's where you do all of your work. Um, do you have any like, like basic SEO tips you could give somebody to do on their blog? What are maybe some SEO plugins you could recommend for WordPress? Just what are some advice, what's some advice you could give? Well, sure. I mean, um, WordPress out of the box does not come search engine friendly necessarily. I mean, you can turn on what are called pretty permalinks, so you get nicer looking website URLs. Um, but as far as like, for example, being able to optimize each individual page, you can't do that with WordPress, but there's lots of SEO plugins out there that will help you with that. Um, one I like to use is called Yoast, Y-O-S-A-T, like post but with a Y. Um, and it gives you the option to add meta tags for individual pages. Uh, we haven't talked any really about edit meta tags or optimization too much, but we will, you know, in later podcasts as far as what optimization is and how to do it. <clears throat> Another one I recommend um, is a Google Analytics plugin, mostly because Google Analytics is free and gives you some really good analytics data. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about analytics <laughs> also at a future a future Definitely. podcast. But Google offers lots of free services, so I recommend taking advantage of all of them to help you position your website. Um, they help you find errors in your website, show you where you can make improvements, um, show you what broken links you have, for example, all those sorts of things you can get through Google tools. 
and there's plugins that kind of relate to those that you install into WordPress and pretty much any any site like you know I don't often recommend Wix because it's not very search engine friendly but you can optimize Wix you can add Google Analytics to it as well and you know do the same as you can with WordPress and pretty much any other system right yeah one thing I've always felt like you know with websites I mean especially nowadays web development and SEO just they go hand in hand they have to I mean uh, and that's actually that's why I started building sites websites in the first place a few years ago is because I, I came across a lot of websites for my clients where they wanted to hire me to do SEO and you know they'd have to hire me first to fix their website or or rehire their web developer to make changes to their website to make it search engine friendly in the first place you know like most up until you know five or six years ago most web developers didn't think of SEO when they built the website and I've talked to a few who don't care about SEO you know they only care about the design process and making it look pretty and which is all great and you know fine but the SEO aspect the search engine friendliness is is crucial I mean otherwise what's the point of building a website if you can't ever get it found in a search engine right right so so that's why I started building websites and that's why I started using WordPress is because I felt that was the best system at the time and was the most search engine friendly and I could usually build them rebuild the website for cheaper than it would be to fix it for them in the first place right yeah I mean you really need to you really need to make sure people are finding your website right I mean if you're if you're a serious business owner right um, not just you know side work right you, you really want to get new clients that's something you have to be focusing on well and really that's why you know when I recommend to people is that like you can build your own website you can do your own SEO but it you know what what's your strength if you're say you're say you're an electrician okay your strength is fixing people's electrical problems or wiring a new building or installing an air conditioner it's not building a website so why you know waste a whole bunch of time trying to figure out how to do it and then get a half-assed job done when you could hire somebody who could do it in less time and save you lots of headache and frustration then you can get a really nice looking website out of it All right well yeah that's a that's a whole other story I can spend oh, yeah. hours ranting on <laughs> on those kinds of people but but I mean even then you know it's 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 good to be able to learn new things and to be able to, to take things on yourself I mean I see a lot in websites you know business owners they're, they're, they're trying to do their SEO they don't want to hire anybody but there there are these small steps they can take to at least do a little bit themselves you know like like uh, I see so many websites that have a blog and you know their last post was a month or two ago you know it's... oh definitely like there is there's all kinds of different ways you can do it even if you don't know how to pick the right keywords to use for your website which we'll talk about later or how to optimize your website or any of that stuff I mean just like you say just do the basic things if you want to do it yourself fine set up your website and do some regular blogging if you don't know what to blog about well what do you do like if you're a house painter well take pictures of while you work show before and after pictures do up a little blog post about it you know where you worked how long it took some new techniques to use maybe something like that just and do it regular do it even if it's once a month I mean it doesn't have to be like you have to blog every single day but set up a fairly consistent regular schedule and and blog about it and if, if that's why I like to tell my clients too is let's say there's a week or a month or whatever you can't figure out a blog post to write well write about what's going on in your city just something just something to put up there mm -hmm. you know an event or or a charity you're interested in and why you're interested in it just something like that to kind of give your you know potential clients an idea of who you are rather than just I'm a painter it's like oh why would I hire you over another painter well because in my blog I show you lots of things about who I am and you know the charities I'm involved in and the work I do and that sort of thing that's where a blog comes in really handy right yeah and there's even a lot of people too who the like me I'll, I'll go and I'll read an article I like and 
I'll just rewrite it in my own words. And uh, even then, there's there's a lot of like content curation sites, you know, pe people's Facebook pages and stuff like that. They just they don't write any of their own stuff. Lots of the time, they just pull together stuff from different websites and share it off of their website and, and all sorts of little things like that, right? But I mean, just constantly keep on developing your business and yeah, consistency is key. Oh, exactly. Like you, you see that a lot, especially like you go on sites like, you know, Pinterest and you get people get cooking or baking ideas off of there or slow cooker recipes off of there or decorating ideas off of there. I mean, you can go to a site like that, like Christian said, you find ideas and then you can turn around and incorporate them into your business and then write a blog post you know, referencing these ideas you came up with and maybe how you made them better or how you use them in your own projects or, or anything like that. Right, exactly. I mean, there's there's so much stuff you can be doing nowadays. There's there's no excuse to be falling behind in Google or have no clients or, or anything at all. You know, you, you just you constantly have to be be up in your game, like like what we're doing now with our podcast, right? There's so many different businesses, so many different people that have the ability to do their own podcast. It's just they don't pick it up and do it well exactly like there, there is a lot of things you can do you know there's other you know youtube is a good example most web most cameras are sorry most laptops nowadays have webcams built into them you can use your camera and record a little video to put on youtube even your phone you can record a video right on your phone and use that post it on youtube say again back to the painting example you can turn your phone into a video camera record what you're doing instead of just taking pictures upload that video to youtube you know put a little description some keywords in the video and then post the video on your blog you know, so right away you've got double exposure because you got the video on YouTube, you got the video on your blog, posted it to Facebook too. Why not? There's three locations now where your video is visible, and it talks about your business and what you do as a painter that you weren't before. And it's something simple. It takes you, you know, five minutes using your phone to record a video. It's not that hard to do. And the crazy thing about that too is like, I mean, we've been getting a little bit off topic with the website stuff, but with all of that social media stuff you know that's all social media optimization really social media management but then that impacts your seo your, your rankings and search engine right and then of course all of this stuff is, is stuff you just you need to be doing on your website right just for website development there's no excuse there so it's crazy how everything all these different tools everything helps each other oh yeah exactly and the thing is it can be used you know, individually with or without your website or together with your website, it all impacts your SEO positively in the end. I mean, you know, a post, uh, you know, a posting on your Twitter will link back to your website. You know, sharing something on your Facebook business page links back to your website. A YouTube video links back to your website. All those links are important as far as SEO is concerned. So, and they're free too. I mean, it's not like you got to pay somebody to get them for you. So why not do them? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, we we did get a little bit off topic with the website development stuff, but I feel like we've we've covered really the gist of it. I mean, it's 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 intimidating when you first start thinking about it, but I mean, like there's there's so many guides online, like we said, you know, c covering these these websites like GoDaddy, uh, DreamHost, where to host your website, get it going after that. There's so many people who are willing to help you, like just just tweet out me or, or Rob, we'd be willing to help you for anything. And I, I actually still, I was thinking about this earlier today. I, I'd like to uh, get back to developing some kind of guide for people, like a, like a real video guide and and uh, some kind of ebook series or, or something, infographics, just help people out to build their website. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's there's lots out there already like that, but it's definitely something that I think in the future we, can, we will definitely be working on. But yeah, if you have any questions about any website development stuff, you know, especially if it involves WordPress and you have questions about how to do something, then send either of us a tweet and we, we're, you know, we don't have a problem helping you out there. Right. What's your, what's your Twitter handle? 
Well, my you can use my personal one at rsullivan25. I've got a one for my company too, but I don't remember what it is right now. <laughs> so that's probably the best one to get in touch with me with. Okay, awesome. And yeah, my Twitter handle is at ChristianRJS, and I'm on Instagram as well there. You're on Instagram too. Yep, yeah. same handle. Awesome. Um, so I hope we I hope we gave you guys enough information there to at least get your website going. Um, on Friday, we're going to put up our next podcast. We're going to dive a little bit more into SEO stuff, um, more things to start doing. And then after that, I think next Monday we're gonna we're gonna do some social media stuff. So yeah, like I said, we're gonna spend these first few podcasts really kind of putting together, uh, I guess, an audio guide for uh, for business owners to get going in their internet marketing. Dad, do you have anything uh, anything you want to say to end us off? No, I think you know listening to this, and you know if you decide that you want to get online now or you already have a website, you don't know what to do with it, and maybe you're thinking it's time to refresh it. This is a good good first start. Is to you know listen to people like us and there's other ones out there too that you can get lots of information from for free that's the nice thing with the internet there's so much free information out there if you want to devote time just listening to video or listening to podcasts and watching videos and reading how-to articles you can actually build a really nice website 100% by yourself if you just want to invest the time in it right exactly and I guess well that's another thing too lots of people they spend a lot of time reading these videos or reading, watching these videos, reading these articles, all sorts of things like that, but they never really dive in and just do it. So that's, that's the other really big thing too, right? Don't, don't spend months trying to learn how to do it. Eventually you just have to do it. Your, your first website's going to suck. All of our first websites suck, but you just got to do it. And, and once again too, you know, if, if it sucks and you don't want to go on and learn how to do it yourself, hire someone who knows how to do it. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks a lot, everybody, for listening to our second episode of the Search Report podcast. Have a great day.